Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network on this Tuesday, May the 3rd. Thank you for listening to AFR. We don't have a lot to talk about today, so we're going to play some music for you. <laughs> on, no, I'm just kidding. Nothing wrong with music, but we got so much to talk about. I don't know that we're going to have enough time today. Fred Jackson, news director for American Family News, joins me. Good morning, Fred. Good morning, Tim. Uh, there has not been a quiet news day. I cannot remember the last time we had to go hunting for news. Right. And today, uh, you're right. Uh, big, big stories. Good for your job security. Yeah, sure, sure huh? is. <laughs> you need you need news, Fred. We got need no news. news. We don't need a news director. Uh, no, but yeah, a lot to talk about today. Uh, uh, joining us, Chris Woodward. Good morning. Good morning, Brother Chris. How are you? I'm well. Fully um, caffeinated. Uh, ready, ready to go? All right, so uh, Frank Turek, Dr. Frank Turk, will be joining us at the bottom of the hour. We always look forward to visiting with Frank, so uh, we, uh, we'll have him with us at 10.30 Central Time here on American Family Radio. Well, uh, the big news, Chris, today is what? Yes, uh, this really... Start, began last night, and it continues this morning, which is a fantastic way to call this show Today's Issues. Um, Politico published some information yesterday afternoon, early in the evening, and their headline was this. Supreme Court has voted to overturn abortion rights, draft opinion shows. The long and short of, is this. Politico came into possession of a leaked document that Politico says seems to show the Supreme Court is going to overturn abortion rights uh, in the near future. This is based on that Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization out of Mississippi. They heard arguments several weeks or months ago. Uh, but they're quoting Justice Alito here in what's being described as an initial majority draft circulating inside the court. And Justice Alito seems to show, quote, we hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. So the story this morning is twofold. It would appear the Supreme Court may be inching toward overturning landmark case uh, law or decisions in this country, and then you get into the who in the world leaked this information to Politico yeah. and some of these other news outlets. A couple of things. One is, for those who don't know, Politico is sort of a uh, Washington Beltway insider news organization, mm -hmm. I guess you could say. Yes. They lean left, uh, but so they, they, they're the ones who came into possession of this uh, alleged leaked uh, draft right. of the decision by the Supreme Court that you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, <clears throat> the other thing is, this is the this is regarding folks. If you the uh, when we say Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization, that's the case that was brought forth to the Supreme Court <clears throat> from the state of Mississippi, which is challenging Mississippi's uh, law that was passed banning abortion after 15 weeks. So uh, that's what we're talking about. The Supreme Court heard the case. Uh, um, was it last 
last fall in February or was it February in February? And that's part of the story here. A lot of people don't, uh, may, may say, you know, the Supreme court justices hear a case and then they go away for four or five months and think about it. What they actually do is very quickly after they hear the arguments, they actually sit down and they kind of take an initial vote on where they stand on the issue. And it's just a meeting between justices, not even their clerks are allowed in the, the room. justices. What this uh, from just what political alleges is they have a copy of what Justice Alito wrote in February. A draft. A draft. All right. That and, and and we can give the quotes of what he wrote, but basically Roe v. Wade should be overturned. So that's been out there for a while. So here we are, what, three months later? March, April, May. And the decision is supposed to be announced publicly in June. In June. All right. At the latest. So right. uh and I, I think the big story to be dealt with first is this incredible breach of what we've expected through the years that someone inside the United States Supreme Court, some people are strongly speculating one of the clerks. Each of the justices have four clerks, undergraduate, graduate law students that work with each justice. So there are nine justices. There are only 36 clerks. They are the ones likely are going to be getting a visit from the FBI today because the Justice Department has been called in to investigate At the this. behest of Chief Justice John Roberts. Mm. He, yes. Uh, can you imagine what he felt last night? Oh, yeah. Uh, he has to deal with this now. And uh, Jonathan Turley was on Fox last night, I believe, with Hannity. He was on again this morning, mm. I believe. Jonathan Turley... Uh, who is a, a constitutional lawyer, a uh, law professor yes. yeah. from Georgetown, I think Georgetown University. I watched some of his interview, and this is going to be cut one, Brent. Uh, he was visibly disturbed that this kind of thing could happen in this country. Cut number one. What occurred with this leak was an unspeakably unethical act. And it is unfortunately a sign of our times. We're living in an age yeah. of rage where nothing seems inviolate anymore. No principle seems sacred. And it, it makes some of us feel almost naive. You know, even though this is a city that floats on a rolling sea of leaks, the court was always an island of integrity. And most of us didn't think this day would come. And I, I'm not too sure why. Maybe it's because we let uh, hope triumph over experience. But the court has a long tradition that it would not yield to politics. It would not yield mm -hmm. to dirty tricks. Somebody shattered that tradition. Yeah, they, they sure did. And here's the other interesting aspect that I found in this this morning. The Democrats are not condemning the leak. They're not. They're upset about what they believe is the decision of the majority on the court. But they don't care. Yeah. They don't care that there's some people have called it a legal insurrection has occurred at the United States Supreme Court. That someone has taken it upon themselves mm. to do something that has not been done before. So the Democrats, uh, you haven't heard any of them condemn the leak yet? Not one. Uh, Even the president yeah. of the United States issued a statement a short time ago. Absolutely no mention of the leak. 
He doesn't care. So I can only assume by that omission uh, it's intentional sure. and, and that the Democrats don't have a problem in the future with any Supreme Court decision uh, that's before, but that's being drafted or voted on un, yet to be released to the public. Just it's okay for clerks to go ahead and release that information to the public. I, if you don't condemn this, then that's the only that's the only conclusion I can draw. Yeah, the fact this. that it was not leaked to Fox News or Newsbacks or some center right news outlet, I think, adds to that. It, it's ammunition for that that argument. There, the FBI will find out pretty quick. Who did this? In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if it's in the next 24 oh, sure. hours. Because if you're saying, Fred, that uh, each Supreme Court justices, justice, which is there is not, there are nine, they have, you said they have four clerks? Four clerks each. Okay, that's 36 people that they have to interview. They could, I wouldn't be surprised, quite frankly, if we, you didn't have a self confession in the next few hours because the person that says, yes, I leaked it, will become a celebrity among the pro-abortion lefties, uh, and, and they will be lauded and, you know, brought to speak at parades sure. and all kind of things of that Probably nature. get a show on MSNBC. <laughs> Duly noted, uh, Chris. So, but we'll see. I think it'll be pretty swift when they find out. Now, that person's uh, law career will probably be destroyed. Uh, because, Should be. Should yeah, be. because it's a breach of confidentiality. I don't care what side of a case or an opinion you're on, confidentiality and pri- uh, privacy and the ability to, uh, uh, for the justices, for example, to speak freely and not feel like, well, if I say something, it's going to be leaked and then my, my family's going to be threatened, uh, that kind of thing. This is what uh, a, a, a leak of this nature uh, could lead to. Now, Here's what Laurie, uh, who was it? Uh, well, there's been several. This is this is the conventional wisdom right now, and I'm I have no nobody knows yet because the investigation has not been done. However, this has the uh, who was it that said the the feeling? Maybe it was Laura Ingram, but uh, of a liberal clerk for one of the justices, one of the de- appointed by Democrats. Wanted to, wanted to release this to the public before the formal decision is announced in June, uh, basically overturning Roe versus Wade, so that the justices, the five justices, maybe six with John Roberts, we don't know how he's going to vote on this, would be uh, would and could be physically intimidated by a public display of showing up at their homes following their kids to school mm-hmm. or their grandkids, uh, uh, going to their vacation, so, th- those kinds of things. This this would be the only, uh, in, in other words, intimidation mm-hmm. for them to back off and change their mind. Mm-hmm. That, that would be the motivation, seems to me, for somebody to do something as egregious as this. Yeah, we have that Laura Ingram clip. From Was us. that her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cut number two. No matter what you think about this outcome, the leak itself represents a shocking and unprecedented breach of the court's confidentiality. It is not up to a law clerk 
to decide when the decision of the court will be announced in what is a naked attempt to try to change the outcome before the final opinion is issued. Yeah, yeah well, I had it right by memory. Yeah. Let me just say this, too, and we've, we're, going to, we're going to talk to Matt Staver, by the way, from the Liberty Council the next uh, hour at 11.05 Central Time. We had some great news mm-hmm. to report um, about a First Amendment religious freedom case that uh, Liberty Council brought where, a, where the Christian flag in Boston, Massachusetts, the city of Boston welcomed flags to be flown mm-hmm. for different groups and various organizations, but when it got to the Christian flag, they said, no, you can't. It's a violation of separation of church and state. Right. Well, the uh, Supreme Court's 9-0 to zero said you can't discriminate against uh, the Christian flag. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that with Matt Staber yes. next hour, but we can also visit with him about this. But let me just, let me just say this, because this is going to be lost in the, you know, the hyperbole of today, if that's what you want to call it, or the... Media chaos, if that's what you want to call it. Um, if, in fact, the Supreme Court has reversed Roe versus Wade, the infamous 1973 decision, what this will mean, ladies and gentlemen, is, if you don't already know, it does not outlaw abortion. No. What it does, it says that the 50 states have the right to individually set their own abortion laws as it was prior to 1973. Mm -hmm. That's all in the world this does. So they're going to say, here's what the lefties are going to scream today. They're going to talk about coat hangers. They're going to talk about women are going to be, you know, hey, handmaiden's tales. Back alley abortions. Back alley abortions. All these things, all these horrors that they're going to bring up as if, that uh, women who are pregnant are going to be handcuffed and taken away, or uh, you know, to to uh, someplace. It's going to be complete and total um, misinformation, to borrow from uh, yeah. the the White House, <laughs> uh, because all this is going to do is going to say that, and this is the way it it should be. Now, I would be for a. Uh, constitutional amendment to protect the unborn, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. You're going to have to have a lot more people come over to the pro-life side before that would happen. The country split. I would say well, the I, I don't I haven't seen the latest surveys, but I would say the country's probably split split fifty fifty, probably more sixty forty on people, and maybe even seventy thirty. Uh, for people who want some kind of regulations, mm-hmm. some kind of prohibitions on abortion, whether it be first trimester, whatever, heartbeat, whatever. The, it's a it's a vast minority of Americans who are just for abortion through nine months of pregnancy. Okay, so all this does is going to do, should this be accurate, this leak that the Supreme Court is going to turn Roe versus Wade, is going to have the citizens of the states uh, reflect their views to their representatives on a state level, their state senator, their state uh, legislature, their governor, their lieutenant, whatever the case may be. And then through that process, the laws will be set in the individual states Mm -hmm. to govern what kind of abortion they allow 
uh, and how it's to be uh, regulated. Mm-hmm. I know yep. there was a no, uh, no. a long-winded way of saying that, yeah. but I, that that's what's going to. So don't pay attention. Don't believe these people are going to be lying today. The Democrats are already out here lying, Fred. Well, the president so, of the United States is lying. Okay, what did he do? He's in his. Uh, this is a quote from the president this morning. I believe that a woman's right to choose is fundamental. Roe has been the law of the land for almost 50 years, and basic fairness and stability of our law demand that it not be overturned. He goes on to say, but he also called for the election of, quote, more pro-choice senators and pro-choice majority in the House. All right. And then he says this. We said that Roe is based on a, quote, long line of precedent recognizing the 14th Amendment's concept of personal liberty against government interference with intensely personal decisions. Two points to make there. He's, he's making these global statements, to your point. There'll still be at least, I think, 18 to 19 states that are wide open for abortion. Oh, yeah. California and New York are going to be unaffected Illinois. by this. Minnesota, Illinois. Yeah, yes, yes. All right. But number two, look how many times he uses the word choice. You see uh, on these protesters that showed up at the Supreme Court last night, my body, my choice. And the Democrats and the left is applauding that. How come it didn't apply to masks? How come it doesn't apply to vaccinations? Mm-hmm. Hospital you mean, workers. You mean the choice? The choice. Okay, gotcha. The choice that to the take the Democrats it. are pushing now? Yeah. Joe Biden said, I'm going to fire you, federal employee, unless you stick that in your arm. You have no choice, he said. Right. You have no choice. I will fire you. But when it comes to abortion, oh. He did that with the military, too. Oh, yes. Still still cases. The same guy says, God bless our troops at the end of every speech, too. Yes. You're listening to the radio program, Today's Issues, on American Family Radio. If you want to go to Facebook or YouTube, you can watch the show there. We live video stream. Just type in Today's Issues. And we also post the stories that we discuss on our Facebook page. The other thing, guys, is this. I'm going to be curious to watch. Uh, Joe Biden is uh, claims to be a Roman Catholic. I say claims to be. Well, he is a Roman Catholic. I would say that. I, when I use the expression claims to be, his views on uh, abortion are 180 degrees contrary to the teaching of his church. Correct. So, uh, I'm not an expert on Catholic teaching, but I have one of my close friends is a, is a Catholic and he calls Joe Biden a phony Catholic mm-hmm. because abortion in Catholic teaching is a mortal sin. Yes. Now Protestants aren't familiar with levels of sins, uh, but it, yeah. it, that's the most grievous mm-hmm. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and serious mm-hmm. uh, sin, one of the most serious sins that can be committed. So uh, it, because the Catholic teaching is that uh, taking the life of an innocent unborn baby is murder. Yes. You, you, and I'm about to say things right now that children shouldn't hear. I'm going to give you five, four, three, two, one. And, and it's hard for us to listen to. This, when when Biden uses the expression choice right there, he's trying to sanitize dismembering a baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
a human being. That's what we're talking about, people. We're not talking about the choice between vanilla and, and chocolate ice cream here. We're not talking about the choice between a Ford and a Chevy. We're talking about an invasive procedure that rips a baby's limbs off of its body and then they reassemble it on a table. Mm-hmm. It's bar- barbarism is what it is. That or other forms of abortion like when they inject a saline solution into the embryonic sac. Y'all correct me if I've got this wrong. And then it scalds the baby to death. Yes. Scalds the baby to death. Mm-hmm. That's what abortion is. That's why the Catholic Church says that is murder, murdering a human being, and you cannot be a Catholic and promote that or believe in that. Uh, so far, the Catholic Church in America and the Pope himself and other popes, but the Pope himself, have, has given uh, high-profile Democrat politicians a pass mm-hmm. on this mortal sin mm-hmm. and allowed them to stay in good standing in the church, yes. not being excommunicated mm-hmm. for their promotion of what the church otherwise calls murder, a, a mortal sin. So I will be curious to see today in the next few hours, maybe 24 hours, if the Pope will condemn the president because the president is promoting murder according to what the, the Catholic teaching is, and while the while it goes down to the uh, church to be blessed by the priest yes, and to participate in mass. Yeah. So I just want I know the vast majority of our listeners are Protestant, but we do have a lot of Catholics who listen to us, and I, I hope that I've done justice to yeah. the uh, and you the have, whole, and you uh, have, and it's not only the Pope; it's the bishops. Yes, the American bishops. The American bishops. It's not only uh, President Joe Biden; it's Nancy Pelosi. Uh, yeah, she's a Catholic. She was out there last night with a news conference, saying how horrible this would be if Roe v. Wade was overturned. Her bishop says, "Come on in, Nancy." Take take the sacrament. It's shameful on the bishops because it appears like they're being bought off. Yeah. Dick Durbin, Senator Dick Durbin. He's a Roman He's Catholic. He's Catholic too? He's a Roman. There are a number of Roman Catholic Democrats who fight for abortion. They fight for abortion, and their bishop doesn't have a problem with it. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there, but uh, this is big, big news today. Mm-hmm. Now, the leak is one thing. The decision, uh, which was a draft in February, you say? Right. Uh, if, in fact, this is true and the and the Supreme Court will overturn Roe versus Wade, you can thank President Trump for that, primarily, and the millions of Christians uh, who voted for him, who voted, and, and, uh, and others, uh, who who voted for him on the life issue as one of the top issues back during the campaign. And uh, the president had three Supreme Court justices, and it appears all of them will be part of the five, at least, maybe six, that will vote. Uh, that If this is true, mm-hmm. if this is accurate, and it appears to be accurate, that uh, they will be part of the three, excuse me, part of the five, to six that are going to be voting to overturn Roe versus Wade 
and send uh, abortion law back to the states. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I, you remember when even Bill Clinton, when he was running for office, said uh, abortion should be safe, legal, and rare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I disagreed with that, mm-hmm. but at least there was some hint of shame associated with killing a baby in the mother's womb. Now they want to do it past the point of birth. Yes, and now now they're championing it. Yes. The Democrats and Biden are are championing the uh, murder of unborn babies. We'll be back momentarily. What does the American Family Association stand for? We believe true morality flows from biblical principles and directs people to the manner in which God intends them to live. These values and more are part of our mission to inform, equip, and activate individuals to strengthen the moral foundations of our culture. We also support the church. We want to be a leading organization in biblical worldview training for cultural transformation. Thank you for standing with us as we seek to stop the erosion of godly values. And my father, your great-grandfather, fought in World War II. Really? He was a gunner on the big ship out in the Pacific Ocean. Wow. Your great-grandmother did her part, too. Was she on a ship? Oh, no. She stayed back home. She and a lot of her friends worked really hard in a factory because the men had gone off to war. And they held scrap metal drives to help in the war effort. The folks back home were heroes, too. Here at the American Family Association, we consider you the heroes back home. As you fulfill your responsibility of caring for your family day to day, your partnership with us is crucial as we fight the enemies of freedom in America. Thank you for your commitment to the American Family Association. Grandpa, what's a scrap metal drive? (laughs) Let's get some cookies and I'll tell you all about it. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Stern. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, my goal as a teacher is, is to impart knowledge and then be able then for them to take it and turn it into wisdom. As we teach, I think, okay, five years down the road, how will the material that I am teaching them really affect their lives and their careers? Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash Starnes. One of the most wonderful Christian ministries in the country is Operation Christmas Child. Hundreds of thousands of Americans fill shoeboxes with toys, personal hygiene products, and a message about the good news. Deliver to boys and girls in poor countries around the globe. But St. Lawrence College in Great Britain will no longer participate in the ministry sponsored by Samaritan's Purse. A humanist complained, saying Samaritan's Purse is homophobic, pointing out the ministry follows the Bible's teachings on human sexuality and marriage. Instead of defending Operation Christmas Child and the Holy Bible, the Christian college surrendered, saying they did not realize some people, like humanists, might take offense. You know, I can think of nothing more inhumane than a humanist who would deny a poor child a Christmas gift at Christmas time. My new book makes a great read, Our Daily Biscuit, Devotions with a Drawl, available right now at ToddStarns.com. Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Matthew 19, 14. American Family Radio. 
This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio. I'm Tim Wildman with Fred Jackson and Chris Woodward. We appreciate you listening to AFR. Should you want to send us an email, the address is comments at AFR.net. Comments at AFR.net. Joining us now from the uh, Tar Heel State of North Carolina is Dr. Frank Turek, T-U-R-E-K. Frank is host of the Cross-Examined Radio Show, heard Weekends here on American Family Radio at 9 a.m. Central Time on Saturday and then uh, 4 p.m. Central Time on Sunday. Uh, good morning, Frank. Gentlemen, how are you? Doing right. doing well. Doing well. Uh, your take on the uh, big story of the day. We've been talking about that already this morning. Well, I noticed that many of the headlines were uh, almost apocalyptic. Oh, this is going to be the end of abortion in America. No, it's not. I mean, it just sends the issue back to the states, as you said just before the break, Tim. It just puts the power back in the hands of the people to govern themselves. It's we the people. It's not we the Supreme Court. And Alito is exactly right, if this is a a, a valid leak here. He's exactly right. This thing was not decided properly from the beginning. There's nothing in the Constitution about abortion. There's nothing in the Constitution about viability. There's nothing in the Constitution about pregnancy. I mean, where, where, where are they getting this stuff from? It's not in the Constitution. If you want it in the Constitution, there's a way of doing that. It's called the amendment process. You go through the amendment process of the Constitution, and you can put anything you want in there. You just got to get, what, three-quarters of the states and, like, two-thirds of the, the House and the Senate. and the, You know, you, you, you got to go through an arduous process, but that's the way it should be. It should be hard to change the law. How do you answer um, those who say, and they've said for years, Frank, we were talking about the fact that Biden is a is a Catholic, and yet he promotes something that is a mortal sin in Catholic teaching. Mm. But a lot of politicians, uh, Catholic, Protestant, and otherwise, over the last couple decades, few decades, they use this as their argument. Uh, I, I'm not personally in favor of abortion, uh, but I don't think I have a right to impose my religious beliefs on others. How would you respond to that? Uh, first of all, it's not just a religious belief, it's a moral belief. You don't need religion to know that inside of a woman is an unborn human being. It has its own DNA, it has its own blood type, it has its own sex, right? It's not just part of the woman's body. We know it's it's a human being. Uh, and secondly, would they use that for anything else? Would they say, well, you know, I'm personally opposed to slavery, so I wouldn't have a slave myself. But if you want to have a slave, that's just fine with me. No, nobody, nobody would say that. I'm personally opposed to murder. I wouldn't murder myself. But if you want to murder, that's just fine. No, it, it doesn't work. Yeah, they, they, a lot of them have stopped using that for the, mm-hmm. for the inherent fallacies of the argument that you just mentioned. So they've just gone with, hey, we're for abortion on demand through nine months. Uh, How about after nine months now, Tim? Yes. Well, I mean, what 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 was it? That, California. What, well, gov, uh, former Governor Northam of Virginia. Mm-hmm. Remember what he said? He's a medical doctor. What did he say, Fred? Oh yeah, uh, the baby's born. Uh, we're Baby, just gonna, if the baby's born alive yep. after an abortion. Yeah, we're just going to put it over there on a tray until it dies. 
Let the mother and the doctor have a discussion. Yes. It's worse than that now. In California, there's AB 2223. In fact, right here on the American Family Radio Network just a couple of weeks ago, my friend Jack Hibbs and I, Jack Hibbs is the pastor of Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, uh, we're talking about this issue that California, this bill actually says there can be no investigation of any dead baby in the first 28 days of its life. Mm-hmm. And if anybody investigates, say a, a police officer or some government agency, some law enforcement agency tries to investigate a, a dead baby, that person can be prosecuted. Do you see how crazy this is? Yeah. Well, what I mean, it, what they're doing, what the uh, what the left wing is doing, the liberals, the progressives, is they've taken it a step beyond a um, you know a woman's choice. By the way, they should be using the expression "birth person" today. Uh, if they're going to be consistent, I'm talking about the Democrats. Am I right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, birth person. Uh, they're go- yeah. You're going to hear women's right to mm-hmm. choose today, and I want to mm-hmm. say, did you not get the emoji uh, <laughs> from Google uh, or, or Apple the, the last week with the pregnant man? Birthing uh-huh. person. Uh, but I digress. But uh, they've gone from uh, talking about abortion in a you know a sort of a somber way, but, but like Bill Clinton did, but to safe, legal, and rare. They've gone from that to today, these people are celebrating death. Yes. Is what they're doing. They're celebrating. Am I right? They're doing exactly what the end of Romans 1 says, Tim. Yes. That after you suppress the truth long enough, God gives you over to a depraved mind to the point where you're not only doing evil, you're cheering on other people who are doing evil. Yeah. That's 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 the end of Romans 1. And also fact, the, the condition, the, the soul condition used to be the woman's health is in danger. Well, they're changing that now. They're saying if they detect the child may have Down syndrome, uh, abort the baby. Also, this country is moving in the direction, and there may be some jurisdictions that have already brought this out. Maybe you know about this, Chris. Is that sex selection? Hey, oh yeah. You don't you don't want a boy. You want a girl. If it's a boy baby inside the womb, okay, it's okay to abort that baby. This this is getting to the point where. I think what you're making with Romans 1, the conscience is totally seared. You know, Fred, uh, um, uh, C.S. Lewis had a line in his book, Abolition of Man, where he talked about how when people come up with new moralities, new ideologies, they're borrowed from basically God's nature, what he called the Tao or or, or, uh, natural law. And he said, they'll take one aspect of morality and they'll invert it and swell it to madness and isolation. Like, so for example, it's generally true, obviously, that people should have liberty to do what they want to do with certain limits, right? But when you say that that uh, right to say control my own body is the one end-all thing that everybody needs to obey, that one generally good thing is swollen to madness and isolation to the point now where in our government, we're not only, as you said earlier, Tim, it was safe, legal, and rare. Now it's shout your abortion. Not just that, you basically have the right to a dead baby, even after birth, up to 28 days. This is something that normally was considered a good thing and is a good thing in other contexts, but it's taken out of context, as C.S. Lewis says, it's wrenched out of context and swollen to madness and isolation. That's what this is. They're taking one 
morality and swelling it to, to, to madness and isolation. And that's what happens when you don't put God first. When you put yeah. yourself first, your own convenience first, your own sexual ethics first, you swell it to madness and isolation. Hey, Frank, next week we can talk more about this. Uh, this story, bro, we were going to talk to you about your new book, but this is, oh, yeah. we wanted we'll your comments on this. Uh, yeah. But you got, you got a new book coming out, right? We do, yeah. It's called, it came out today. It's called Hollywood Heroes, How Your Favorite Movies Reveal God. And uh, it's just out today. Wherever you get books, you can get it. And uh, we talked about it a little bit last week on the program. Uh, I think that we can use uh, some of the biggest movie blockbusters, even movies that have nothing to do with Christianity, have Christian elements in them. And the reason they do is because most of us long for what Christianity promises. What's that? that we're going to be rescued by somebody and taken from this world of pain and suffering to the promised land. And sacrifice is necessary to do it. Love is necessary to do it. And that's what Christianity provides. So even movies like Iron Man, Captain America, Lord of the Rings, um, Batman, Wonder Woman, many of these superhero movies, Star Wars, they all point actually to the truths of Christianity if you look at them in the right way. And that's what this book, Hollywood Heroes, does. Uh, do you have more on this at your website? Yeah. In fact, uh, they, if they go to HollywoodHeroesBook.com, they can see a whole bunch more on it, including a little video trailer. And as I say, the book's out today. This is a great way, by the way, parents, to teach your kids biblical life le lessons, theology and apologetics by watching movies with them. I mean, what could be more fun than that? I mean, you can actually teach biblical life lessons without getting all preachy. But go, yeah, I can see that, <laughs> right? Okay. It's in the movie. Yeah, it's true. So what's the website again? HollywoodHeroesBook.com. Okay, HollywoodHeroesBook.com. We'll talk yeah. maybe uh, we'll talk two or three movies uh, from yeah. the past that uh, – emphasize that next week when we have you back on yeah that'd and, be fun all right brother thank you take care all right thanks so much man okay bye-bye that's uh dr frank turek joining us from uh north carolina well i was looking at the uh, website you know uh in in uh, georgia there's a uh, in the fall is going to be a uh, senate race yes mm -hmm. It's going to be between the Democrat, Senator Raphael Warnock, who is a uh, African-American pastor, or a pastor who happens to be African-American, how about that, who claims he is a pro-choice pastor. Yep. Yep. Uh, he says he's a pro-choice pastor. This is on, I'm reading this on Fox News. Now, the Republican uh, opponent uh, is yet to be decided. Yes. There in... Uh, George, when, when are they having their primary? Uh, it's coming up pretty soon. Mm. The next few weeks. Uh, I'll look. I'll I look. know that Herschel Walker, the former uh, Heisman Trophy running back at the University of Georgia, he's one of the Republican candidates. Yes. And may be considered the leader. Yes. May right 24th. Yep. According may to the That will be the Republican primary, and they will decide. Uh, there may need to be a, a runoff there, but. They'll decide who goes up against this, quote, pro-choice pastor. Mm -hmm. Well, interesting, former NFL uh, coach Tony Dungy, mm -hmm. and he is a uh, – he was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He won a Super Bowl with the Indianapolis Colts, and he's on NBC mm -hmm. as a commentator for the NFL. 
he tweeted this back in response to Warnock mm-hmm. uh, saying he's a pro-choice pastor. Uh, he, he said this, uh, Tony Dungy said, it all comes down to what you believe about the organism growing inside the mother. Is it life or not? Question mark. If it's just growing tissue, then your choice in quotes makes sense. If it's a life, it's obviously not okay to choose to end it. What does your Bible tell you? It is Psalm 139. Verse 16. Mm-hmm. Chris, uh, I'm going to put you on assignment now. Can you pull up Psalm 139, verse 16? Yes. Uh, while I read the rest of this. Then uh, Tony Dungy went on to tweet this. I'm not talking to the Supreme Court, the general public, or anyone who doesn't believe in the Bible. If you don't believe in the Bible, I get it. I'm talking to the, quote, Christian pastor, I'm looking at you, Warnock. That's what he's saying here, Senator Warnock, who professes to follow the Bible but thinks we're free to choose when to end another person's life, end quote. Uh, This is the Protestant version of my argument earlier against Biden being allowed to continue to promote abortion and stay a member in good standing in the Catholic Church. Did you the Bible verse that Tony Dungy cited in this tweet, which is this is an excellent response, an excellent tweet by him, and it's bold and brave of Tony Dungy too because he could be fired by NBC this afternoon. He won't be. I, I know he won't yeah. be, but uh, the woke crowd will be after him. Oh sure, they'll be after him. Uh, but uh, what what is when uh, Tony Dungy cites uh, verse? Chapter 139 of Psalm, verse 16, what does it say, Chris? It says, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. That's from the New International Version. Uh, The King James Version says, uh, Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. So what that's saying is that God... uh, that life begins at conception. Yes, that's what it's that's what it's saying, Fred. That's exactly what it's saying. You know, you know, I, you know one other thing: if life didn't begin at conception through natural death, there would be no need to kill it. That's right. If it's not a growing human life, there's no need to dismember it or yes. to kill it. And, and the left argues it's not a human being. Well, it's not a dog. It's not a cat. What is it? Yeah, it's a human being. It's why in many jurisdictions across this country, if a drunk driver kills a pregnant woman, right, two murder charges, right, in Alabama, two murder charges, two murder charges. Yeah. Yeah. So why would there be two murder charges? If because it, murder is defined by killing a human being. Yeah. So you know it just and, and the hypocrisy. And when a lady's pregnant, when a, when a lady's pregnant, nobody says, uh, you know. Uh, that, uh, you know, they don't say, that that organism living in your womb. That uh, thing. That thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, uh, right, that, you know, they say, oh, you're pregnant with a baby. When is your baby due? That's yes. what everybody says. Yes. Because everybody knows there's a baby in, in the womb. That's right. So that's what it is. You know, uh, this, I think, is one reason, one of the many reasons why a large chunk of the American population does not 
want to hear anything from Democrats who on the subjects of masks or vaccines or climate change, you know, they often say, follow the science. Well, you're ignoring the science over here that shows, A, it's a living being, and by the way, it can feel pain, so don't kill it. Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. There's another aspect here that we've alluded to and talked about. Uh, listen, we need to reinstill a fear of God yes. in our country. I know we've lost that, even lost that in the Christian church mm -hmm. and to a large extent. You can't, you can't murder millions of babies in the womb and not expect to be grave consequences. That's right in one form or fashion. And God is a patient, loving uh, God, forgiving God, but you can't continue to destroy his precious human life in such a callous way. And I, not all of us are for this, obviously. We're teaching and preaching against it. But if uh, I'm just going to say it. Joe Biden, he needs to fear for his soul before Almighty God. That's right. And he's not alone. Nope. People who are getting up there saying yay for abortion, mm -hmm. you're going to answer before the Almighty one day yes. for your role in in, in uh, do, what you could have done mm -hmm. to stop the killing of unborn babies in their mother's wombs, and instead you celebrated it. Yeah. And you, you, you're going to stand before God and say, "Yeah, I was for I was for uh, don't I get." Uh, uh, you know, a pass, uh, God, because I was choice for choice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And as Frank said earlier, nobody says this about any other topic. You don't go, well, uh, I'm, I'm against slavery, but I'm, uh, who am I to impose my beliefs on other people? Nobody says that because the argument falls apart. Go ahead, Fred. That's right. Well, and we are talking about the hypocrisy within, you know, Catholic politicians like Biden, Pelosi, and others who say they're good Catholics. Uh, yet they, they promote abortion rights. Well, there are Protestant pastors, too. They won't even preach against abortion. They think, well, it's a political issue. I may upset somebody. Mm -hmm. So it, it crosses religious lines here. Yeah, That's so sad. It really yeah. is. And by the way, there are people doing wonderful work in crisis pregnancy centers. Absolutely. All over the country. Yes. Uh, which reach out to young ladies who are uh, pregnant. Mm -hmm. uh, because uh, they made a bad decision one night or, or they live in a promiscuous lifestyle, whatever the case may be. Uh, and they, the prices pregnancy centers, most of them are based on uh, a Christian outreach yes. or trying to help the young ladies to save the baby mm -hmm. so the baby can be adopted mm -hmm. or the mom wants to keep the baby, uh, but the baby's not killed. And then help the young ladies uh, get through that time period. Yes. So we commend the uh, crisis pregnancy centers who are, who are on the front lines of the pro life movement. And a tip of the hat to our own pastor Joseph Parker here, who's on staff at American yeah. Family Radio. He has made pro life yeah. one of his major issues. And we here at AFA and AFR, yes, have supported the preborn ministry absolutely for a long time now. In yes. fact, we got a letter from them the other day saying thank you for uh, we our partnership yes. uh, because it saved saved thousands and thousands of lives maybe we'll have uh pre-born on to talk about that but yeah. uh, anyway 
All right. Well, that's the big. That's the biggest story. We got about seven minutes here. I think we pretty well exhausted that topic. Uh, you want to move on to a ne- another one? Chris? Yes, this is big, uh, and it will continue to be a story because people are continuing to make this a, a story. Uh, as we all have uh, seen and heard and talked about on this program, a lot of people are just freaking out that Elon Musk of Tesla and all the other companies that he owns is buying Twitter. Uh, it's already gone through the process. It's just a matter of I'm when. not freaking out. I'm clapping. <laughs> well, uh, the people that are freaking out are uh, a lot of the media personalities uh, and the left-leaning people that appear on uh, liberal networks. I'll, there's a lot of liberal networks. But this particular case involves uh, an, an NBC personality uh, by the name of Mehdi Hassan, if I said the name correctly. And Hassan uh, was one of those many people out there that was taking to Twitter and other things saying Musk is going to hand over the social media platform to the far right. We can't allow this to happen, that kind of stuff. Well, uh, Elon apparently had enough. Uh, and so <laughs> he he went to Twitter, which he's about to fully have uh, control over, uh, and he said this, quote, NBC basically says uh, Republicans are Nazis. He then goes on to say, the same network, meaning NBC, covered up the Hunter Biden laptop story. They also had the Harvey Weinstein story early and killed it, and then they didn't do anything about the Matt Lauer situation. Lovely people, end quote. Yes. So Elon Musk uh, engaged in what Fox News described as scorched earth uh, against NBC, uh, saying, you know, mm. basically he's not going to put up with this kind of stuff. And that's why the left is so concerned about this. You know, there were big Twitter fans during the election in 2020. Now, all of a sudden, and all Elon Musk has said is what? We're going to open up to all opinions. Yeah. You know, he's going to abide by laws. He's not going to allow hate speech mm-hmm. on there. But listen, when someone, some people have opinions about what well, medication can be taken uh, if you have COVID. But who's gonna- defining what hate speech is? That, that's the question. Yes. Yeah. The uh, lefties... The lefties, mm-hmm. the liberals, the uh, not all liberals, but uh, the the left wing mm-hmm. uh, pro- quote progressives. They 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 have a definite. They have a woke vocabulary of hate speech, and if you disagree, if you have a varying op- uh, opinion than theirs, you by definition are either a racist, a homophobe, a transform, or a mm-hmm. hater. Uh, which they can. If you just say marriage should be between a man and a woman. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll say, that's hate speech. Hate speech it yeah. is. And yeah. so, then they'll cut you off. What I'm saying is uh, they're def- they they get to define the terms mm-hmm. by by the way things are now. What what Elon Musk is saying, nope. Yep. Nope. Uh, it's free speech for everybody. Yes. And, in fact, Elon Musk the other day said on Twitter, he said, uh, he said uh, uh, when you're being attacked by the what did he say? Something about uh, the far right and the far left, and you know that you've uh, you're accomplishing your mission. Yes, talking about uh, the uh, free speech. Uh, he's, he's he said he's a free speech ab- ab- absolutist. Yes, uh, he's so. he's he's an old style liberal. Yeah. Is what he is. Yeah, who's an advocate for putting? Let's put the opinions out there and let the people decide. Yeah. All right. What do you got? What do you got next, Chris? Well, uh, I do want to uh, mention this uh, because it's going to be a story uh, throughout today. Uh, we've already seen some severe weather alerts here in our viewing area, but uh, a lot of bad weather in a lot of uh, the country today. Uh, USA Today uh, gave out the warning this morning that cities such as Louisville and Cincinnati could both uh, see some severe weather. Other parts of the country could have storms tomorrow through Thursday. Again, I say this uh, just about every time we talk about it on this program. 
thank you for listening to us, and thank you for supporting our news service. Uh, but you need to make sure to keep you uh, check on your local forecasters to figure out what exactly is going on in your area because they are closer to, closer to your situation than we are. Um, so be advised. And it seems like this is a weekly thing now. Mm-hmm. It is that time of year. Uh, March, April, May is tornado season yes. in the heartland and the south. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. cannot spell Mississippi without severe weather. It's mm-hmm. it's in the Bible. Yes. Uh, is it third in the Hezekiah. Bible, Chris? Third Hezekiah, <laughs> uh, chapter 42. Look it up. Yes. Um, in, in various V's. So yeah, uh, again, just be advised. Uh, and also to, uh, you know, keep, uh, keep out, you know, listen out for people like, uh, Steve Tyber yeah, and Nate is folk. Let me just say one other thing here. Uh, there were a lot of, it, not a lot. There were some, uh, evangelical pastors and leaders in various positions of, uh, influence back when president Trump was in office. And all they did was uh, criticize President Trump and go after their fellow Christians for voting for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right? Well, let me just say this. Uh, President Trump appointed three uh, excellent Supreme Court justices. He did the very best he could. He fulfilled a promise he made to the people who voted for him, especially on the pro-life issue. Mm-hmm. And let me just say this, too. He did not back down on that. He said openly he was going to appoint pro-life justices and federal judges, and he did. And he did. And he did. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would expect maybe today from Russell Moore and Beth Moore and uh, Timothy Keller and some others mm. to have some tweets that commend President Trump for appointing three pro-life justices, thus saving the lives of a lot of, uh, potentially saving the lives of, of millions of babies. And I would advise people not to hold your breath on okay. that point. Okay, okay. I am not saying that those people are not Christians, don't misunderstand me, or that they don't, haven't done uh, otherwise wonderful things in their ministry. I'm saying that I got tired of our fellow brothers and sisters always piling on us for supporting President Trump when President Trump did some excellent things for our movement. Yes. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.